Welcome to episode 81 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we finish Batman the Telltale series with episode 5, City of Light. You can catch all things Left Behind Game Club at leftbehindgame.club, on Twitter at leftbehindclub, and on Instagram at leftbehindgameclub. If you've listened to the last four episodes of this series, thank you. And since you liked it, maybe you can send it to a friend? Just a thought. We close Batman the Telltale series with a climactic end that involves a trip to Arkham Asylum. I'm responsible for this. Alfred is paying for the things my family has done. Batman. Tell me where Alfred Pennyworth is. Where he is doesn't matter. You'll be dead soon. Unless it needs to be taught. This forsaken city. They won't look the other way. Not again. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Chicken McCourt, and today I have two friends with me. The first friend, you know him, you love him, our resident Bruce Wayne himself, it's Michael Ruffalo. I'm the Batman, and I'm excited to talk about the end of a great game. Here to talk about the end of a great game as well is our resident Joker, Mo Murtadi. Yo, 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 I don't know about that whole good game thing, but we'll get into it. This is episode five of our uh, Batman the Telltale series uh, saga, City of Light. If you have not listened to the first four episodes of this series, please ensure that you listen to those before you listen to this because we are going to spoil the end of this game. So at the end of episode four, we were left with a choice either to confront Two-Face or confront the Penguin, which led to vastly different endings on episode four. Uh, Mo did the Penguin ending. Mo- myself and Michael did the Two-Face ending. So obviously when we start this episode, we're going to have to start with what happened with each of those other respective villains. So as you begin the game in uh, Michael and I's playthrough, uh, you have a confrontation on the roof uh, where some of the Penguin or... Uh, the children of Arkham baddies um, are there and they are just causing mayhem, grabbing hostages, including the commissioner of the police force. As Batman, you approach them and a fight ensues. A fight that has grave consequences for one member of the GCPD. The commissioner dies. And this is where, boom, boom, we get the opening where uh, Gordon is lined up to be the next commissioner. The pieces are falling into place. Slowly, slowly falling into place. Uh, but soon after that, you confront Penguin through one of the Wayne Tech drones uh, that have been stolen by Oswald Cobblepot. And in holographic form, much like holographic Tupac, Penguin <laughs> shows to try and murder you. Again, these drones are upgraded from when you last saw them on the desk in Wayne... Uh, in Wayne Enterprises. Mm-hmm. And the, the only thing going through my head is like, Lucius, you again, you had one job. Like, I left you behind to just make sure that, like, this tech didn't get into the hands of the Penguin. And and what ends up happening? You're you're not a fan. Not a fan of, uh, of Lucius Fox, are you? I'm a fan when he does his job. Like, <laughs> I'm, I didn't task him with, like, oh, by the way, I just need you to save all of Gotham. 
and take down the ch- children of Artham, Arkham. All I said was, just stay here and make sure Penguin doesn't get his hands on the bat tech. Yeah. To be fair, he's like a side character, and you tasked him with taking care of a supervillain, I guess. So, I mean, he tried. Like, he's better than, I guess, anyone else, like a normal person on the street. But I, I didn't want to keep blaming Lucius with this. I don't know why we're kind of bashing him and telling him, hey, your life's work of making me Batman thrown out the window because you couldn't be a good security guard. A fun fact about uh, about him in this game, Lucius Fox is voiced by Dave Fenoy, who voices the main character in Walking Dead Season 1. So that's your fun fact there, but uh, what happens in that uh, confrontation is that Penguin blasts your gear with essentially like an EMP, which renders whatever technology you still have almost completely useless. And at that point, you need to find another way to confront the Penguin which you decide to do as Bruce Wayne. Oh, what do you do? Like, cause I had a different, obviously beginning of mine. Cause my ending was different for episode four. So what's the final altercation with like penguin? Did you get, is your first decision based off of penguin? It is. By any chance? So mine's based off of Harvey. Cause I had to deal with Harvey in my beginning. And they don't call him two face at all in this. Do they? They did in mine. Not once. Oh, did uh, they? Yeah, but like I wasn't directly like he's the character of Two Face. I think want to say it was Commissioner Gordon in my beginning. He's like that. We have to get rid of that darn Two Face. Like calling him a Two Face, but like yeah. maybe indirectly actually calling him Two Face, the bad guy. Hmm. Without getting too far ahead, I don't think they ever once uh, call the Joker Joker either. No, I don't think he's even like he's not Joker yet. I don't think even the player. The player who knows the Batman, the character, knows that's Joker. But let's say you've never came across Batman in general. You just know him as this creepy guy like that's just always right. smiling and no one cares about him. John Doe. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what one of the best parts of this episode is? Is when Bruce Wayne or Batman has to use a flip phone for all of his communications in Michael and I's <laughs> playthrough. That's true. Uh, to be fair, Samsung just released the updated flip phone with the like twisted <laughs> screen. So Batman is still ahead of us and we don't even know it. Very fair. So the confrontation takes place between Penguin and Bruce Wayne in Cobblepot Park. And the key decision for us, for the players that picked to take down Harvey Dent in the last episode, was that we have to work with Commissioner Gordon to keep the Penguin distracted. So if you keep him distracted, then uh, Penguin stays calm, and then Gordon sneaks around uh, and disables the basically the thing that helps him with his drone tech communicate to all the drones you can destroy that um but if not then the penguin figures out your trap and all hell breaks loose so essentially there's a fight and bruce wayne throws a drone at oswald cobblepot oswald cobblepot whose face is completely messed up from when you beat him up in in a previous episode yeah just like messed up yeah uh, yeah, like bruised up and like cut up from like punching him, I guess, from, from the altercation. I think in episode two or th- for sorry, three. Yeah. Um, does his do his legs get banged up like the end of episode four for me? I, I don't know. That's a great question. But for us it was just his face. Okay. And I don't know how you felt, Michael, but I felt like this confrontation had like no payoff. It was like a giant wet fart. Yeah. It seemed pretty much just like we need to tie up this thread. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these threads that were coming to a close in this final chapter, I don't feel like were resolved in as, I guess, a climatic, climactic way as, as I would have liked, 
But on the other hand, I guess I kind of understand why, like, you can't have five climaxes in this last episode. But do any of the storylines pay off? I can't name a single one that does, not to get ahead of ourselves. You know, uh, I really like the way the Joker storyline ends, honestly. Okay. okay. Um, or at least where it's left. You mean how it doesn't end? Yes. And that's at the end, right? You guys are referring yeah. to? Um, yeah. C- can you guys refresh me? What was the... Like, how did the Harvey part close for you guys in the end of episode four? Like, is he done and out of the picture or no? Yeah. So at the end of episode four, he's cuffed and carried away with half of his body, you know, pretty burnt uh, with his Ah. suit. Um, And so we get a reference to Harvey later in the episode um, when we go back to Arkham. Um, and he's in one of the cells and he looks like he's having some psychotic episode, gotcha. um, but we never really have more of a run in with him after that one brief glimpse in, was, in episode five. Is there an interaction at all in the health or you just see him as you're walking through when you're kind of finally at back to Arkham? You, no interaction either. You're, gotcha. you're running by taking care of more, uh, important things. I should say. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Um, I think I had a way cooler beginning to episode five than you guys. You did. You did. Okay. But, I mean, we we also didn't have Harvey all scarred up, so. Yeah. Uh, should I just dive right into it? Yeah, go for yeah. it. I, I, to be honest, I thought it was probably the highlight of episode five for me. Um, so left, leaving off of what happened in my end of episode four, um, confronted Penguin, beat the everything out of him like broke his legs he's kind of leaning there crying at me holding his legs wondering like what's going like sorry he's just like defeated essentially and my assumption based off of just him being penguin is now he's gonna have a limp just like how penguin does bravo telltale cool little way of making him actually penguin at that point from there snapshot to um harvey dent he's at your house and the uh, house is on fire he lit it on fire completely and looks in the screen episode ends episode four so once I've dealt with Penguin, the goal is I have to go to the Wayne Manor because Alfred's there and like I have to save him, the whole concept. You buzz, you make the assumption that Alfred's smart. He would have locked himself into like the Batcave. So you kind of call him, say, Alfred, are you okay? And he's like, yep, I've locked into the Batcave. Like I, I'm all good. Equipment's all up and running. So like Harvey is upstairs with hostages. And uh, he, I think, he, I want to say he calls either GCPD or he goes to the news and he says, if... Uh, the police shows up he starts killing people if uh, batman shows up he kills everyone the only thing he wants is bruce wayne to show up um, cool. just to... so uh eventually there's no options you just have to show up as bruce wayne and alfred kind of tells you maybe this is a benefit maybe this is a way to de-escalate everything because harvey's all like riled up like he wants to murder and like take down the city martial laws in place the whole shebang so go over to wayne manor as bruce wayne and you beforehand also tell Alfred, like, get the drones ready. I'm going to, like, need them, like, to help take care of this. Um, I, I can't remember if it was actually Alfred or Gordon, so bear with me. But one of your allies is like, yeah, I'll help you out. So as soon as you walk into the front door, um, Harvey is flipping a coin and deciding on whether or not to kill people that he has in his hand. He's like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. But nope, I'm going to let the coin decide. The coin does it all. The options you get as you're talking to him to, like, de-escalate him are, like, you're crazy or... Uh, it's over Harvey or let's get you help or whatever it is. So I always picked the neutral one. It wasn't like you're crazy. It wasn't like, let's get you help. It was very like, let's end this. Come on. You don't want to do this. You want the city to like be, um, you, you don't want this for the city. You actually wanted to help the city. This is just you going like a little nuts. 
And every single time you kind of pick that one for me, he'd let someone go as you talk to them. So you take a step forward as he's like deciding the fate of one person. I've de- I de-escalate him. He lets him go. But he's always flipping the coin, flipping the coin to make the, all of his decisions. The last option when you're almost right at him is like um, Harvey, like the coin controls you. Like you don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, no, like I have to decide. So as you're charging him after he lets go of the final person, you're running up to like the staircase. He realizes it, grabs, I think, one of the, his assistant and is about to kill her, flips the coin to decide. Batman jumps in and grabs the coin. He doesn't Aww. grab Harvey or anything. And I'm not kidding you. Harvey has a meltdown and like f- goes into like the fetal position. And he's like, I have to know what it said. I have to know. I can't like figure it out. And he's like, no, Harvey, it's over. Like, and you have the one first option for me was like, what do you do with the coin? Do you throw it away or do you put it in your pocket? I put that thing in my pocket and I told him like, you don't <laughs> need this man. Like it's, we're going to take, we're going to get you some help. And he gets, he's in the fetal position shaking, like realizing like he has nothing to do. Yeah. Gosh, Bruce that's- Wayne's a billionaire. But, you know, it's still legal tender, you know? He, he uh, yeah. It's not like he won't stop to pick up some money if it's on the street. Yeah, man. Oh, so it was a fancy coin. so much better than anything else that we had in this episode or anything, yes. period. I, that's what I was saying. I, it was my highlight because, like, the whole interaction is him approaching him slowly, talking him out of, like, letting people, like, hurting people. And he's having that clash between himself. Like, I have to kill them. They're bad people. And the other one's like, no, 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 I don't want this. I want the best for Gotham. <laughs> And then at the very end, when you take his, like, decision maker away, he just gets into the fetal position, and it's like you broke him. He has wow. no way to proceed in life. Like, he needs that coin. that that right would have been his biggest weakness? Yeah. I, it was a straight... <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that with Two-Face as, like, a thing, but that's kind... I, I was okay with it. It was kind of a cool little twist to it. So after that, so, he's cuffed up. So, Mo, how did... I, I assume there's a decision there. Yeah. How did the percentages break down between what you chose and what, I guess, the other people chose? Fun fact, because that decision, I felt... Like, put it in the pocket or throw it away. It was 55% chose my option, keep the coin, and 45% threw the coin away. And by throw the coin away, it was, like, over the railing because you were kind of on a staircase above, like, your main atrium kind of thing, your entrance to your home. So, like, you either throw it away back away from you guys or keep it in your pocket. So, it was split pretty much right down the middle. Because I didn't think it was that... Like, I, I would have thrown it away, didn't feel bad, I would have kept it in my pocket. I thought it'd be cool to kind of keep it in my pocket, to let him know, I'll take care of you, I have this with me, like, everything's going to be okay, rather than throw it off and get him to go crazy, or maybe get it later in the future, or whatever it is. I have control of the thing that controls Two-Face. So after so, after we start the game, and there's load load issues to start the game, there's frame rate issues and load issues during the previously on, we get Euchred, and you get that great like sequence i don't think that's not fair that's just not not fair fair. yeah i i thought it was wicked like if you can watch a video of it maybe it'll be cool too just to see it but it was i i like that sequence more than most of them and uh, i'm glad i made those choices i guess um i'm not too sure what happens from there is this when you are talking to alfred i'm hoping we have similar decisions from here yeah so i think after that you go into the bat cave to kind of figure out so now that the other villain is taken care of they're like we need to now figure out how to get to lady arkham so you go into the bat cave do some detective work with some records in the in the bat cave between both oswald cobblepot and lady arkham and that's when one you get your CEO access back real fast. Uh, you get to. Oh talk- man, I, <laughs> Jacob, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry, but the way that this game universe thinks, like the business world operates, confounds me. Right? How long would that Just, take to get your CEO access back at our big company? Like 
a month yeah like for the board to be like ah this person's coming back also like he was just disgraced like why do they why would they suddenly just give him the seat anyways i'm sorry i shouldn't be poking holes in this no don't worry because definitely i have one just as weird i have one just as weird and it's almost like maybe i'm just the only one that thought it was really silly it was like once harvey's being escorted out of like wayne manor with like a police officer there's one police officer literally standing behind him in like the target shooting position with like the pistol in front of him like directly in front of his chest like sticking out pointing at harvey's back and walking like a robot behind him as if like you've ever seen any prisoner being escorted with a pistol walked like being pointed at him it just seemed like a very silly way to like be taking someone away that's in custody he's cuffed up like why do you have a gun pointed at his back kind of thing it was very mobster and even like the next decision that you make is like very um i I don't want to it kind of stunk like it was kind of like it didn't matter what you say like who cares about what you say to to alfred uh because i in the beginning of the conversation i basically was reassured him but then when it came to a little bit later when you actually make the choice that affects you know your important choice in the video game i went the entirely different option okay so what did you go with what did you decide um i went with 2.3 percent of players and blamed alfred for not doing enough to stop thomas wayne okay that's harsh yeah i'm i'm just mad at everybody so to be clear the three options are you can tell him that the only thing that matters is fixing it the the other option is i wish you had done something and the last option being telling Alfred, you know, he's not to blame. Yep. Um, you can also so, choose to not respond to, which is a fourth option okay. that they actually tally here. Interesting. Okay. So I, I told him, like, the only thing that matters is fixing it. Okay. Because, and, and this is probably, like, the most clear reflection of how I deal with crisis. I'm like, I, I hate when people in the middle of an issue are trying to figure out who's to blame or um, like who's at fault like nothing triggers me more the only thing I want is to get to a solution and then we can figure out what you know how you do it better how you don't make that mistake in the future so like like that is 100% the way I handle things in real life and when I looked at these options I was like my guy like we need to stop the uh, these villains from destroying the 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 whole like city uh we can take care of your emotions as soon as we're done that right now <laughs> let's just make sure the city doesn't burn to the ground by right. a psychotic cult yeah my i i did i chose the option of like comforting him pretty much and telling him like he's not to blame because the way it was worded is like i should have helped martha to stop thomas and it's like man you could have done lots of things you could have done positive like there's no way to say that what you would have been able to help would have changed anything like you could have been taken out just as easily as the cobblepot family like you're just a butler so like yeah. don't worry about it. it's over like nothing like what happened happened you can't go back in time and change it let's move on let's fix what's going on so similar to mike's sentiment like why are we still dwelling on something that won't change anything besides your stress level and your inability to solve the next problem? Yeah. So 27.7% of people told Alfred that it didn't matter who was at fault. All that mattered was fixing it. Um, so I felt like I was in the minority, but considering that that could be split four ways, I wonder what was the majority decision? It was mine. Um, the option was uh, 67.9% of players comforted Alfred that he wasn't to be, like, to be blamed for all of this. Interesting. So I think the majority was this. The next major decision was yours, Mike, just comforting him in general, letting him know let's move on. And I think the small minority was the you're a crappy butler. Yeah, that's me. Brap, brap, Alfred, with my, <laughs> with my words. 
Look at the elite blaming their servants and people building beneath them. Hey, uh, what, what hey, the- <laughs> don't go, don't do that. I, I'm no, I'm no rich mayor or rich president. Like, let's go. Come on. You're Bruce Wayne. You're Bruce Wayne. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, vulnerabilities and problems with our own uh, creations, I guess. Uh, Bruce Wayne has another vulner- vulnerability in the what would that be in the form of a skeleton key that Lucius Fox made? Are you kidding me again? Another one? Looks like Lucius Fox isn't doing his job. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Fine. You can get that. No one in this universe does their job except for Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. You had one job, Lucius. And Just do uh, your job. And what happened to the skeleton key, Michael? Um, Selena Kyle goes to steal it. And so you meet with Miss Lena Kyle, uh, who has your skeleton key, as Bruce Wayne. I guess it doesn't matter in this case, but you meet her on yeah. her rad motorcycle. It's a cafe racer, and I was like, yes. I was like, of course she's just driving a cafe racer. And both of you are into motorcycles. Like, Tell me why, why that's cool. It's a hipster bike. It looks trendy. <laughs> Um, but um, before that, just because the reason why she's on the motorcycle, I'm just is gonna you, pivot that quickly, eh, Mo? I'll We're get back to it. I'll get back to the bike. But like my a big thing that was kind of not bothering me, but it was came up several times throughout this entire game. Um, was I literally can't tell the difference between Selena Kyle and Vicky Vale because like when she took off her helmet, as you're tracking to see who had the skeleton key, like you opened up a camera and you saw someone take off their helmet. I'm like Lady Arc, and then like Selena. I'm like, oh, Catwoman. Okay, I could not figure out the difference between the two you thought their their like face models look the same yeah very similar i didn't find like a distinguishing feature like i guess bruce and like harvey are bigger guys but at least like harvey has a big square head with like light brown hair <laughs> and you deal with batman all the time so you can kind of see his face but i just thought they were their, their models were very close to being the same why is it a cool bike mo um no, that's it's just a trend right now that's uh, happening with motorcycles. Like you want the old school classic look. Like think of like old school roadster like cars, like the Mustang from sixty seven, sixty nine, but they have brand new components most of the time because they're made by like garage guys that build them. To the point where now new manufacturers are making brand new motorcycles, like 2019, 2020 motorcycles that are that cafe style because they see how many people are loving them. It's all over the gram. It's like the cool bike. <laughs> all uh, for the gram. All for the gram. But yeah, they just, they look really cool. When you see them, you're like, wow, that's a cool classic bike. Just like if you see a old like Corvette, it looks kind of cooler than like the newer ones because the newer ones are futuristic. The old ones like classic muscle, exposed components, um, really like loud noise, like exhaust pipes. They're just classy old school Tesla motorcycles and it's the current like trend right now. I love them. They look cool and Mike, I think, loves them too. Yeah, like I, I love the idea of taking this bulky, heavy old bike and taking everything but the you know required elements off of it, and it just go like super fast. These bikes are cool, but Selena sucks. Am I right? Hey, that's true. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, like, yeah. Throughout this whole thing, you're tasked with like explaining to other people, like, is Selena the worst, or is she misunderstood, or is she on our side, like throughout the whole thing and i've always kind of taken a middle path like you know like she's not the worst she's not the devil she's not against us she's just in it for herself um and this is where we like kind of have to have a discussion with her and tell her like hey you know this is what i can deal with or this is what i can't um and you decide whether you call her a simple thief or tell her like hey deep down there's more than just that so what did you guys decide 
I decided that I regarded Celine as more than a thief, and I was in the majority with 91.3% of players. Same. Yeah, I was in the same boat, but um, like it just it, easy choice. I feel like it almost like with this decision, they like led you into this. Like the way like the the dialogue was it was very like, um, you're more than that, Selena. Like you're not just a thief. Like you're trying to do good. You saved my life. Like the options were. I I don't know. I felt like it was a forced. Yeah, decision. And, and there's no real consequences from this choice. Yeah, and um, I felt as though like there was no build up to like, oh, actually, I betrayed you, and I was trying to get your money the whole time. Ha ha ha. Or trying to get your technology the whole time. Ha, ha, ha. Um, your impression of Selena is great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I didn't really like care for that decision. Like, I feel like it was just a decision just to have five. Like, at what point can we kind of use a situation? Let's close out the Selena situation with her leaving town. And then she made the – one of the things she kind of brought up was like, oh, you're just sad that I'm leaving. And I want to just write a new option and be like, no, I am not. Like, bye. Like, you can go. I just want to make sure you're, like, you're okay and you give me that damn device back or we're going to have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so after you get the damn device, um, that's when kind of the final part of the game, I think, kind of sets in. And you find out that someone is attacking Wayne Manor again, right? Yeah, exactly. That's when you kind of get that... I don't know if it's a distress signal, but you realize... You get a call. Who's the call from? Call from Alfred. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you get a call from Alfred, and he says, like, Master Wayne, they're coming. They're here. I'll try and hold them back. And you're like, vroom, vroom, let's get back. Yeah, and that's when you you get to the... You're Wayne Manor, and you see, like, a... I guess a, not a murder crime scene, but like a bloody kind of crime scene in your own home. And of course, Alfred is missing and you start that little detective mode to figure out like, ooh, what happened? I was kind of over the detective like things by now with the Batman game. And like this one, like, yeah, okay. It kind of like pieces together what happened, but I really just didn't care. Like, I just wanted to know what happened. Let's move on from it. It wasn't like, I wasn't excited to do this one if that means anything. Yeah, the, all of this or most of this episode just felt like padding, unfortunately. I don't know. I, I felt like the best parts of the series were like episodes two, three, four. And like this whole episode was just wrapping up a bunch of storylines. And I don't think besides maybe the Joker and maybe Two-Face in your playthrough, Mo, none of it was really yeah. incredibly satisfying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's why I was kind of talking when in the beginning of the pod when we were doing the introductions. I was like, I don't know if it was a great game just because I wanted to kind of talk it out with you guys and see how you felt too. Like, I felt this episode so far was like meh, except for that Harvey Dent situation when he falls apart. Yeah. Um. So you do go through the crime scene. You figure out that there was a fight between uh, Lady Arkham, AKA Vicky Vale, her cronies and Alfred where Alfred for an old dude, like put up a pretty good fight. But um, Vicky yeah. Vale leaves a little clue behind a graduation picture of Master Wayne and Alfred that was like moved from a tr- original location. And on the back, it had a location for where, um, uh, where they needed to? No, it didn't have a location. It had like wasn't a phone an, number wasn't or a, a password. Wasn't that an? No, I think that was an IP address to kind of enter into the back computer, so you can access like a video feed. Yes, and exactly. then the, the password yep. was like whatever to access it. And when you do get like to see what's happening, password was reckoning. Yeah, you see um, a video of Alfred being like tortured, I guess, by Lady Arkham in a video camera. Um, I just want to say. 
in the previous episodes, I think Mike, did you say that Alfred was a bad guy or he's behind it all? Yeah, I was like, what if the whole setup along the way is like, trust Alfred, trust um, Alfred, he's on your side, and then he is like one of them, dude. So when I when that came into the back of my head when I got to this point, I'm like, Mike definitely did some research and figured out what was happening in episode five <laughs> and called it. Oh my god, I'm gonna chew him out when we do the podcast. Like he's he cheated, he guessed what was happening because he knew about it. I was so angry at this point. I'm like, there's no way because the whole thing was it's reckoning he's going to get what he deserved for like all the bad things he did and then even before when you forgive him and he says i did something like you didn't forgive me kind of thing i'm like oh my god it's coming together i hate mike i hate yeah. mike well i would have owed michael five dollars <laughs> if that was the case because i made an, an open bet where i was like hey if that's the oh, case man. i'll owe you five bucks and didn't ask for anything in return you're also really good at in, like impersonating yourself <laughs> it's the same person every time selena kyle <laughs> jacob accord <laughs> bruce wayne <laughs> everyone whoa guys whoa I'm just kidding, Mike. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so what? What? Just to keep carry on with what's going on. So you're watching the video of Alfred being like beat up, and you you notice that he keeps like touching his eyeglasses and like gl- glinting them into the screen, and you immediately say, "Oh my God, he's giving me information. He wants me to freeze the frame and see what's happening in the environment using your bat cowl. Convenient little feature of the bat cowl. You can kind of see in VR what's happening through the like lens of someone's glasses." So I good. thought that was really cool. So good. Mm-hmm. So you put on the, the glasses and you keep telling Lucius Fox, who's right with you, to keep like switching frames so you can kind of see what's in every image and figure out if there's any clues as to where he's being held hostage. Lucius Fox finally does his job. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's pulling his weight. So you, based off of some of the symbolism, you realize um, it's a property that has a certain like heating system. It's located in a certain area, and you narrow it down to be the Vale's home. They're in a basement of the Vale's home, based off of several things you pick up from those images in that VR camera. So Batman scoot, scoot, scoots on over, gets to the Vale residence, and finds in the basement they're gone. They're not there anymore. Um, but finds there's like a hidden, uh, kind of even like deeper part of the basement. It seemed like it was air vents or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, where you see all these child, like children's drawings and sketches on the wall. And you realize that that's where the veils had kept their foster children. Um, and this is you know, deeply where Vicky's hate is coming from. Yeah, um, that the house was a home of abuse where there were like belts on the walls. There were was blood caked everywhere, in blood. caked in blood uh, and not even just Alfred's. Uh, I think there was even like a handcuff on the on the wall. So uh, yeah, my question to you guys is two for escaping. Did this change your opinion of Vicky Vale at all? No, because I think earlier we get a good sense that, you know, she she had a very troubled past with her family and you know there's there were clear signs of of abuse um even the young kid that you find mentions that there was abuse um but but even then i mean how how can this ever justify her you know it was hard for me to come around and feel really sympathetic for vicky Knowing I think what she's done. I think this sole purpose was to get Batman to at least understand that side to see where she was coming from, but not to convince him that like, okay, everything's okay. But, um, it was more so just letting everyone know, okay, yeah, she was abused, like very aggressively kept in a little cage underneath the basement that she couldn't escape from 
drawings all over the wall with crayon all over the place. And the cool little thing here is when Alfred was kept down there, when you find like his uh, the designs, you realize one color of the like crayon box was left open and it corresponded to your back computer color. So you turn on your little red infrared system and you realize Alfred left you a message in crayon amongst all the scratch and like drawings to say she's taking me to Arkham or we're going to and Arkham. And she's letting them all out, I think is what the yeah, message the was. Plan. Yeah, I, I think the message was just taken on Arkham and that Bruce makes the assumption she's going to let all the inmates go at Arkham because there was no, well in my situation it didn't say letting people go, it was just they're taking me to Arkham. Oh, so in ours, it had little stick men running away from Arkham. Um, and I, I bl- I'm blanking on exactly what the three-word phrase was, but Jacob, do you remember? No, but keep talking and I'll look it up for you. Yeah, I, I think it had something to do with, uh, you know, she's letting them out or they're, oh. they're going to escape. Gotcha. Something along those lines. Mine was like, because the drawing was an original drawing from, like... Vicky Vale when she was a kid and Alfred just wrote you're taking me to and an arrow to her drawing of Arkham hmm, so that's where he connects the dots but anyway so from there we head all the way to Arkham um, and we find that uh, the, the orderlies are being rounded up and the children of Arkham have kind of taken control and you know you tell Alfred to tell the GCPD to get ready and be there um, your job is to get in there, get Alfred out of a, a house of crazy, uh, you know, essentially an insane asylum, um, while the children of Markham are also, you know, controlling it. It just seems like a really tough situation. Yeah, no, it's, it, I think it was, it was building up for that final, I guess, conclusion of like confronting I guess Lady Arkham. Um, I think that when, the way I was going through it, you see all the bad guys. Like you're able to fight with Zaz, the big blue guy. Though I, I just kind of walked past him. Did you guys have to fight him at all? No, no. we didn't. Okay. Just walk past him as well. Yeah, he just kind of doing his own thing like a true crazy. Just I didn't even the door. see him. <laughs> he was oh. just opening and closing a door the whole time. Yeah, like thank oh, goodness because he guy. was giving you the work in the beginning. Like I don't know what yeah. you could have done against him. But anyways, yeah. you're tra- walking through, you confront Vicky Vale, you get into a fight with her, and you punch her mask off, like her, based off of like what the, the mask that she was wearing that we thought was Scarecrow, finally knock it off, and she becomes exposed as, of course, Vicky Vale, finally, like, revealed as... With a shaved head. Yeah, yeah with a shaved head. Where did better, that come maybe. from? Maybe she wore a wig when she was the, <laughs> when she was Vicky Vale. Yeah. But anyways... I mean- Nothing says you've had a psychotic break like shaving your head. <laughs> it's Brittany B. Leave um, Brittany alone. <laughs> leave her alone. Um, <laughs> shout out to early days of YouTube. Um, but yeah, so you confront her in like a little jail cell, which I thought was weird. Like uh, you walk right in with her, and it's like it's over. And she blasts the, the basement through, and you land injured, I guess, in the I guess the tombs of Arkham. Is that what we would call it? Yeah. How yeah. many stories do you think you fell, guys? At least six. <sighs> like. I thought it was, yeah, it like, was, yeah something it was a like long that. way. I'm surprised Arkham went that deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not expecting her to, like, smash the, the ground with her little, like, stun pole, which, like, we still don't know why she uses a staff or a stun pole or why she has rocket boots, but got it's it. fine. Where does that it's come fine. from? Yeah. yeah. Who cares? It's a video game. Villain origin stories. That's for another game. Yeah. Yeah, but even besides that, let's get to the the fight. So when you confront her, you realize Alfred's being held like almost half alive, pretty much. He's like f- been beat up a while. He's gone through a lot. Um, 
Is this one you kind of? I'm trying to see if I missed a decision though. Did we get through all? No, of them? no, no. We've got the two final I mean, decisions decision. to go through. Ah, okay. So the big one is you're walking up to her and she's letting you know she's going to take out Alfred. The only way you can save him is by revealing yourself and showing you the mask. Before well, that, though, just quickly. Oh, yeah. The whole time she's complaining about Thomas Wayne and how Alfred allowed Thomas Wayne to do terrible things to me and many others. And the whole time I'm just thinking like, yo, I'm Bruce Wayne. Like, if you only knew. Not even that. Not not even that. She even praises Batman and goes, well, you should be like happy with me. Like, I'm taking down these bad guys who are corrupting the city. Like, Batman's doing good. Uh, Bruce Wayne is selfish. He's one of the elites. He's powerful and doesn't care about the the soft people. He stays at home. He's lazy. Meanwhile, Bruce Wayne is literally walking up to her as Batman saying, oh, you have no idea. So should we get to the decision? When do you decide to take off your mask or do you rush her, I think, is the other option? Yeah. So do you want to do it on three? Sure. What are the options? The option, and I'm, I'm probably bad at this, but um, Bruce Wayne or Batman. Okay. Or, or reveal or or not so which what are we going to say reveal or not reveal or not okay one two not reveal reveal. okay i did not reveal i was like if i take this i mean this was probably i'm going to be honest one of my more like potentially a mistake decisions but um, I was like, there's no way that I'm letting Vicky, the journalist, who could find a way out of this, know that my identity is Batman. It's just not happening. Uh, um, and what ends up happening is if you don't reveal, she takes a staff and she basically, like, shoots it into Alfred's eye. Oh! Yeah. And what dead? happens to Alfred's eye? So Alfred, claw- like, he drags himself away so he's still alive i know i know i i felt pretty bad um and you know no no major spoilers here i think everyone can kind of guess how this is going to end uh at the end of the game alfred is alive and suddenly has one eye and an eye patch ah oh dang eye patch alfred sounds so cool so so what happens i assume he doesn't lose his eye if you remove the cowl what happens then um, fill it, fill it in, Jacob. If if I miss anything, but you, when you get into that fight, you show her. The, sorry, you show the mask, and she's shocked. She's like, "There's no way it couldn't be you. Like you're the one that I just said like doesn't help anyone, doesn't do anything for the poor. Blah blah blah. It can't be you." But then she's like, "You know what? Whatever. It would be you, just like Thomas Wayne, like hurting bad people and hurting the weak and the Arkham Asylum crew. Like she just flips it to make it like kind of fit her." The decision she kind of wants. Exactly. Um, And just, I do have to mention the fight with Batman was absurd. This, uh, yeah, I'll give her the caveat that she has those rocket like moon boots, that that staff of destruction. But like when she's going fist to fist and he's clocking her, he's blasting her in like every which way, making her go flying. I can't accept that she held her own on with Batman for that long. It was getting to the point where it was getting like hysterical. Like, what? What is this? How, how is she surviving? Cobblepot couldn't last. Like, Harvey, like, I, no one could be fighting Batman that long. 
taking all those blows and still being okay, jumping up, talking as if it's normal, like teeth are all there. Like what's going on? I think that there's one thing that we don't talk about enough with this game and it's the choreography. I think one of the best parts of this entire uh, episode is the fight scene and some of the cool shots. Like at one point, Batman punches Vicky Vale into the big like angel statue that's up on the wall and like she holds her arms out and the the wings fall like a fallen angel at the same time. And there's even like a shot where the camera is actually on the pole that she's holding and it like she uses it to like hit Batman in the abdomen and it follows her like very cool it's fight like choreography GoPro here. yeah, yeah 100%. you know what I'll, well directed I'll, yeah I'll concede it then if if it was just to give us all those cool little clips I'll say okay worth it but like it, it was kind of crazy with those no, fights I agree with you that it shouldn't have been as even as it was but I think the fight choreography was cool yeah uh, so we didn't say what the consequence of our actions were because there was a physical consequence do you want to know, Mike? Well, in, in in mine, the the consequence of uh, of attacking Vicky and not taking off the cowl is Alfred loses his eye. Well, yeah. guess what happens with ours? Alfred keeps his. Harvey eye. Dent comes down from the ceiling in a SWAT uniform, and he <laughs> rips he rips her head off and eats it. <laughs> Get out of here! No, okay, yeah, no. Here's what uh, really happens. Okay. So, Evander Holyfield happened. Uh, instead of blasting Alfred's eye, she blasts your face, and part of what? part of your ear gets blasted off. So the decision is between Alfred's eye or Bruce Wayne's ear. Yeah, so yeah. he's missing like a chunk. Like imagine about the size of your index Enjoy finger. life with one That eye, chunk Alfred. is now missing. That missing chunk of your ear is like an index finger long, and it's just missing. Enjoy life with one eye, Alfred, because I'm not losing my ear. Yeah. But you still have your ear. You just like part of your like ear looks like it has a gunshot. Like I will pay for the best it. cybernetic eye in the world for Alfred. But but Bruce Wayne's keeping his beautiful earlobes, I'm telling you. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll concede. I'll listen. Uh, and the consequence of this fight in the underbelly of Arkham is that they essentially hit each other off a lot of the like columns and the walls. So the entire like cavern starts to collapse. And as you take Alfred and run away um, to safety, uh, like a convenient exit right at the left, uh, Vicky Vale assumes, like you assume, that she just gets crushed by rubble. Yeah, I think it's, uh, they, they do kind of like, don't directly tell you if she's gone or not, but I want to say she's done because like so many bricks, yeah. although she was getting taken a pummeling from Batman, I feel like she may could, she could survive this still. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, in those decisions... I was in the minority there, so I definitely realize that everyone else decided to save Alfred by taking off the cowl. But imagine if you take off the cowl and Vicky survives. Oh my gosh. She's a crazy person from Arkham. Not believable. Let her say that. That's a really good point, Mo. That's a really good point. I'm I'm kind of okay with it because Joker probably knows who she is, uh, who he is, and the Catwoman knows. Like a lot of people know him, but like, okay, do something. Like, so you assume that Vicky's pretty much toast in the bottom of Arkham. I think they'd probably let you know if they weren't uh, able to find her when they dig her out at the end. Um, and you need to decide, uh, you know, what you're going to do from there. There's basically a press release or a press conference that happens, um, and you need to you need to talk to Gordon and you need to decide. I think this is the final decision of the game. It is or final consequential consequential decision. Um, do you go and talk to Gordon as Batman, um, or do you do it as Bruce? 
I did it. What as, did you I guys did decide? it as Bruce. You did it as Bruce. I Mo? did it as Batman. I did it as Bruce as well. Okay, oh. Mo, you go first. Tell oh. us what happens when you go as Batman. So yeah, I'll go first. It's essentially you're you drop down and meet Gordon, and he's wearing his commissioner garb. Um, like it's almost in the behind an alley, and he tells you, like, do you want me to say something in the message? He's like, I just want you to know that, like, let them know that Batman will always be like watching over. Um, he's like, okay, I think the people would love to hear that, but you don't, you're not actually at the press conference. You're just kind of like skulking around, around the area and Gordon's giving a little presentation and someone starts charging like the, the staircase where the presentation is being held with a van. And as you, it's charging to take, take down commissioner Gordon, you jump down as Batman, save Gordon and like neutralize the guy and get him arrested. And like it's just kind of like a commotion, and the news report kind of says, "Oh, during their their press release today, Commissioner Gordon was almost assassinated by this random person." And watching the TV screen of this news report is Joker kind of laughing, and he's like, "Aha! I gotta have to, I'm gonna have to top that." As he's clapping away, and the, the cutscenes kind of hit. And so, Mike, ours is very similar, where we're Bruce Wayne, and we go to Commissioner Gordon, and he comments on the fact that we're missing part of our earlobe in kind of a uh, way. <laughs> well, he didn't say anything of that to me. Oh, he didn't? I had my ear. No. Oh, oh you yeah. had your ear. ear. Okay, so in my case, That's fine. I, I go up to Commissioner Gordon, and he's like, what happened there? And I'm like, uh, shaving. And he's like, were you shaving with a <laughs> chainsaw? What, what, what happened in yours? <laughs> Come on. You could have said something way more believable, like... Uh, like a d- discharge of a gun and hit his ear or something. Like he's just being careless. Like he's protecting yeah, himself. Cleaning the shotgun. Yeah, it was just <laughs> it was chaos in like the city. So he wanted to defend himself and yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, he basically says, you know, like this is a great opportunity for you to um, save your reputation, and the city needs you. Um, and it's it's just the, it's a moment where you then go out on stage to this press conference and you decide what you're going to tell the city of Gotham. And essentially my Bruce Wayne says, Hey, look, I'm not my father, but I, you know, I, I, we profited off of the pain of others in the process of this city being built and we want to fix that. And, and then, and then you're, you're kind of left with this decision. And I don't know if this is like, I don't think it's consequential and I kind of hated my decision, but you decide if you're going to support the GCPD or if you're going to support Arkham Asylum and that's how you're going to, you know, help rebuild the city. And I chose the Gotham City Police Department. What? Um, I know. I feel really weird about it, like supporting like us. And it was only after I decided it and it was a really quick decision that I was like, oh, man, I'm supporting like a militarized police state. Um, <laughs> but my thought process in the moment was Arkham is so broken, man. Yeah. And I've been trying to fix Arkham from the beginning. And I think the biggest thing was like, I'm doing this press conference with Kamish Gordon. Like, how how do I n- not like double down and support him as a new commissioner, other than by saying like I'm going to support the GCPD? Right. Yeah. And I guess I guess I kind of thought the same way as you, where I'm like, hey, Arkham is stupid, broken. But my actions were different in that I was like, cool. Instead of building this new Thomas and Martha Wayne garbage. We're just going to spend as much my entire estate, my entire fortune on fixing Arkham Asylum. And Damn. we'll see if it means anything, but I truly don't think it will. Yeah, probably not. It's hard It's hard to burn through billions of dollars, you know? 
<laughs> it is. I thought you meant like I'm like Telltale doesn't have billions of dollars. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, they definitely do not. <laughs> oh boy. Um, anything that we missed, kind of in this last section, we also saw John Doe, aka Joker, before the credits closed. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens in the next game. Yeah. So as you're uh, uh, at this press conference, it cuts to uh, the Joker sitting in the bar that you had a bar fight with uh, with Selena in. And he's sitting there enjoying a martini, uh, talking about old Brucey and how he's going to see him soon. Mm-hmm. So uh, the last choice in the game was around um, what we've already discussed. So 61.6% of players showed up as Bruce Wayne, and the other 39.4% of players showed up as Batman. So we're almost perfectly in the margins. At the end of the game, uh, in addition to seeing our choices again, we actually got a almost like a a readout of the way our Batman and Bruce Wayne behaved. And I'm really curious, gentlemen, as to what your your Bruce Wayne and Batman style was. So the first, I guess, option was um, a metric between, like, if you're compassionate or pragmatic. Um, surprisingly, I was 73% compassionate as a, as a Batman. Okay. Um, next, the next thing we had was brutal versus merciful. I was split right down the middle, and I'm so happy that I was. Um, literally 51% merciful, 49% brutal. So it was surprising because I remember I stabbed Falcone in the body and just loved every minute yeah, of it. Yeah, but then you got soft. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and then the next one was cunning versus honest. I guess I'm a liar, folks, because I was 68% cunning. Um, and then the last one was self-reliant versus collaborative. This one shocked me, but I guess as a Batman, I'm 73% collaborative um, and 27% self-reliant and now was that the big trait for you or was that like did it put collaborative versus self-reliant like as a big trait my big one was compassionate that was my big bold one show show me what yours looks like oh because mine actually like does something entirely different where it says like collaborative is like my top one oh you know what it is it's maybe the one thing that you have is the highest percentage because like for me collaborative was 73 percent too but i just i guess Maybe mine was 73.5% compassionate versus 73.1% uh, collaborative. And that's why the big one is whatever you lean towards the most. So someone could have been really brutal and that was the dominant one. Got it. That's that's cool. So your your dominant trait was your compassion. Compassionate and collaborative Batman, which you need to solve Gotham. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so mine, my big trait was collaborative at 71%. And then it went... Merciful at sixty one percent. Wow. Cunning at fifty one percent. I was I was right down the middle between yeah. honest and cunning. And then sixty five percent compassionate. Okay. So I was uh I was I, I think I leaned pretty pretty strong for most. Um I would assume. Uh, but collaborative was definitely the one that I was like, I want to work with people to solve this. Yeah, and surprisingly, I was I was the same. I was seventy eight percent collaborative versus self reliant, and that was my dominant trait. Um, followed yeah. by being brutal at sixty one percent. Big bad yeah. I was a big bad wolf once again. Uh, cunning at sixty eight percent. Same and as mine. Compassionate uh, at seventy six percent. I would hate to see what happens to someone who corners you in an alley, Jacob. <laughs> I'm like Did a you, little wait. rat. <laughs> I just noticed the thing. So, he, you're, Jacob, you're 70 whatever percent compassionate, but you're also 60 something percent brutal. Yeah. What, how, how is that possible? You're a compassionate, brutal person. 
I get. I guess that I'm brutally compassionate. He'll break your arm and then he'll say he's sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what he does. If he's gonna beat someone up, he'll take a bat, but it's like a blow up balloon bat rather than like a wooden <laughs> bat. But he'll beat the crap out of them with that balloon bat. No, I think I'll punch them first and then use the balloon bat. Oh, um, gotcha. Any final thoughts, gentlemen, about this episode or the entire series that we haven't yet shared? We'll start with Mo. Um, I, I think I've been very thorough as like how I felt about the game throughout. But just as a quick summary, I thought it was a good Telltale game. Like I like the story. I still like the game style of it. It did have those gr- uh, glitches throughout the game. Like for me, in the last episode, it was a lot of music, like musically blasting, and then abruptly mid conversation, it would stop um, and just be audio dialogue. Those small little things kind of. I guess weren't that big of a deal, I guess, but just because I did get it free with Game Pass or Xbox, one of those promo things. Um, games I, with gold. Yeah, games with gold, exactly. Um, I enjoyed it. I would recommend it if you have it like uh, available to you. It was fun, cool Batman story, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I give it a solid like six and a half or like seven out of ten if that means anything it's i'm not fully head over heels for it but i also don't think it was terrible okay i see i i think this game pays off quite a bit at the beginning when you get to see the novelty and how they tell a batman story a little bit differently new origin stories for the villains and i think the only thing that keeps the i guess last two episodes interesting is you know the the references to the joker um other than that i felt the last two were a little bit flat or you know a little bit expected um but on the whole i enjoyed it you know i i definitely didn't hate you know the hour hour and a half i spent with each episode yeah and i almost think of the entire series like the classic marketing curve where it's like the episode three was like the peak for me and like episode one was a meh two was better three was fantastic four was good and then five like uh, just try to wrap up everything like with a bow and just a lot of it fell flat and then i don't know about you guys but i felt like the technical issues were the worst in episode five where it i actually had to exit the game when it did the previously on and then restart it and it still took 10 minutes to get through the previously on section. So technical Whoa, issues. I didn't have that. Yeah. Be, yeah. Mine was not that bad this time. Yeah. Mine it was, was just very audio. bad. Yeah. Um, writing was great. I love the take that Telltale had on this one. I want to play Batman mm-hmm. The Enemy Within, which is their season two. And it's like the last game that Telltale really did before the studio shut down. Um, it's like my Ooh. fifth Telltale game and it's probably like my second favorite. But like I said, Mo, Mo said like six and a half. I hate giving numbers to games, but it's like a 70 yeah. or 75 for me for sure. Yeah. One thing that we also brought up in a previous episode. Mine's I, a five out of seven. Yeah. Five out of seven. <laughs> uh, the voice acting was great. I thought that was probably a, a highlight of the game. Um, I thought everyone was more or less believable with their character. Um, no one, maybe besides Lady Arkham, was uh, was believable. Alfred was good. Lucius was good. Joker was great. Batman was Batman. There was... I wasn't really offended by anyone, and surprisingly, because I do have that like love for the traditional voices of Batman with Kevin Conroy and uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, what's his face? Mark Hamill. Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Thank you, Mark Hamill. Jinx, you owe me a Kokomo. <laughs> Did we say it at the same time? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was delayed for a sec. I thought I got it. Damn it. Okay, yeah, I got you. 
Um, Thank you. So that is our final episode in Batman the Telltale series. If you've listened to the entire series, we just want to say thank you. Uh, And if you haven't subscribed to the show after listening to five episodes, please do us a favor and hit subscribe on your app of choice. Uh, If folks do yourself a favor, you know, yeah, just like make it easy to get more. Make sure that you see our next two episodes that will be Broken Age and Gato Roboto in the month of March. Uh, Mo, if people want to find out more about the games we're playing uh, and about us as a community, what where 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 where, where should they go? <laughs> well, you can just jump onto our website that's leftbehindgame.club or leftbehindgameclub.com. Um, we have a big giant button that takes you directly to our Discord server if you're not on there. We talk about the games we're playing, the games we're going to play. A lot of our members give out some good deals. And if you do want to support the show, we do have an option to donate via PayPal. But more importantly, if you have any friends that love video games and listen to podcasts, we'd love a shout out. Just let them know. Give them a link. Give them the name. Whatever it may be. We'd love to have more listeners to help build this community up. I, I saw someone on Resetera post about the podcast in in a great uh gaming podcast thread and that meant the world to me oh i would cry who knows what other uh you know forums threads etc that i am looking at um and you could also make me cry uh as well so make sure to post it uh there as well uh michael if uh before you start crying uh where can people find you on the internet it's too late ah dang uh the people can find me crying all over the internet at rooflom (laughs) on most social places online or in our discord server often crying about uh, some of these insane game deals and uh, not wanting to spend all of this money Um, also trying to restrain jacob from buying everything on earth um but uh but jacob where can the people find you i bought nintendo labos and i probably shouldn't have uh you can find me on the internet at jacob mccord on all major social media platforms and at jacobmccord.com mo where can the people find you you can find me crying watching YouTube videos of soldiers coming home to their pets, or you can find me on the Discord server or most social media platforms at Emmertotti. Mike, take us home. Boys, it's one less game left behind. <laughs> <laughs>